What is going on? Thank you so much for joining the J Makopa podcast. This is the fuel to your faith and the death to your doubts. I hope you enjoy this message. Let's get into it. <laughs> Hello everybody, thank you so much for joining me once again right here at the J Makopa Podcast. I want to say if it's your first time, here comes your extra motive. And if you're always listening, I thank you guys for being loyal and always just checking out the podcast and being blessed by it. But if that's you, I want to give you an extra motive. Guys, look, I was thinking about a way that we could make this podcast a little bit more personal to you. And this is to people who the J Makopa Podcast is your favorite podcast. I want you to be a part of the journey. So look, if you would like to be a, uh, someone who, you know when the podcast starts, uh, there is like an introduction. So if you want to do like a 10 second introduction to the podcast and a 10 second outro of the podcast. So you basically welcome, hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Da, 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 da. I'm going to put you in the podcast, in the episode. And then you're also going to say like a goodbye thing. So yeah, basically if you want to introduce the podcast and you want to be at the end of the podcast, uh, just saying goodbye and all that type of vibes. If that's you, you'd like to do that, please hit me on the oh, yes. DM. I'll explain how it's going to go. It's 10 seconds at the beginning, 10 seconds at the end. And then you will be a part of uh, the podcast episodes and I'll just explain to you how it goes. So if you would like to do that, let me know. Hit me on the DM and we're gonna get it. Another thing, guys, I didn't see anyone... um, say anything about the podcast any new people i saw people speaking about the podcast this week but i didn't see any new people so come on guys be serious if you haven't shouted out the podcast yet i need you to do that so you can get your extra mercy come on be blessed in jesus name in any case we are about to get into the sermon we're about to get into this episode of the podcast i'm gonna say let us pray let me actually tell you the title of this episode is called stretch yourself Stretch yourself. Let's get into it. God's going to speak today. Are you excited? Open your hearts and let's prepare to hear God's word. Let's go. Father, we come before you. We thank you so much for your love and your mercy. I pray, God, that you would use this word to challenge, to change, and to uplift your people today. God, I know that this is going to be a breath of freshness, my God, over our spirits. And I pray, my God, that we would step into what you've called us to do through this word. Help us to stretch ourselves. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And we all said a loud amen amen i'm gonna ask you to go to the book of acts chapter 20 verse 7 to 12 acts chapter 20 verse 7 to 12 it says on the first day of the week we came together We came together to break bread. Paul spoke to the people and because he intended to leave the next day, kept on talking until midnight. There were many lamps in the upstairs room where they were meeting. Seated at the window was a young man named Eutychus who was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul was talking on and on. When he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. Paul went down, threw himself on the young man and put his arms around him. Paul said, don't be alarmed. He is alive. Then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. After after talking until daylight, he left. The people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. Can someone say amen? Now, the title of this message is called Stretch Yourself. It's so important that you as a believer are not just sitting in a place of comfort, but you are practically taking yourself 
yourself to a place where you are stretching yourself. You see, we see here a story where Eutychus had fallen asleep in the presence of God. And we're going to get into this passage and see how he needed to stretch himself. And because he lacked stretching himself, because he stayed in his comfort zone, he lost his life. He literally died. He fell asleep and he missed out on what God was doing in the upper room. So... I remember a time when I was in Mafikeng, a place called Mabana. Anyone who, who has any history in Mafikeng from 95 to 2000 especially, you know a place called Mabana. It was fantastic. It was like this place where many people, where like arts and culture was happening. And there was this other big foam pit where there were these little, there were these squares that were made out of sponge. And you could literally just jump in, do backflips. You know when they, uh, where people do uh, gymnastics, right? So I remember I went to Mabana. I jumped into the, the pit. I loved that pit. And I jumped in. And when I jumped in one time, one of the teachers said, you can't play in that pit unless you, if you're not in the gymnastic team. So you know what your boy did? I went to my mom. I said, Ma, I want to be in gymnastics. When I'm thinking gymnastics, I'm thinking that pit. And she said, okay, fine. Uh, she went to the teacher who teaches gymnastics. The gymnastics told her what she needs to do. Uh, okay, cool. Part of it was I had to buy tights. Now, at that moment was when I was supposed to realize that the devil is moving. I remember the day when I put on tights the first time. I'm telling you, tights, tights they hold you in a way that is it's it's inappropriate. Tights are inappropriate. I should have known that something bad was going on here. But anyway, I was thinking about the pit. So I put on the tights, no matter how it felt. And we went to Mabana. Uh, and I remember we got there. Then the teacher called all the kids who were in gymnastics. And she said, everybody in a line. And I'm like, this lady. Okay, anyway, I think she's going to put us in a line. And then we're going to all go and take a turn to jump into the pit. But oh no, was I mistaken. She said, today we are doing splits. I said, I'm trying to go into the pit, not splits. She said, we are doing splits. I said, okay. She put us in a circle and then she said, stretch. Okay, I see, I see kids, okay, are opening their legs. She said, stretch. Kids are opening their legs more. I'm telling you, there were some kids that they went all the way. I'm telling you, their legs went obtuse. I'm seeing some kids, they just, their legs became obtuse. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, Nkosiam, oh Lord Jesus Christ. How are these kids doing this? So I'm trying to open my legs at this time. And she keeps saying, stretch. And I'm opening my legs and I get to my limit. Do you know what this lady does? Do you know what this lady does? She takes a stick and she puts it by one of my feet and she pushes it, trying to stretch out my leg. I was like, ah, I stood up. I stood up and I looked at the teacher and I said, all right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Let's keep this thing straight. What else can we do? <laughs> what else can we do? And she said, no, we are doing stretches. I said, all right. All right. All right. Okay. I quit. <laughs> I quit at the moment because it was so painful. You guys will know when you've tried to split for the very first time, it is so painful. I remember I went to my mother. I told my mother I quit. She says, why do you quit? I said, I want to get into the pit. She said, that, then I said, the teacher said, if I want to go into the pit, I need to do the split. So I said, that's it. I quit. You know, I said, I'm not going to split. And can I tell you one thing? I'm giving you that story to tell you that the, that the person I am right now, I am still unable to 
split. The ability to split has passed me. Why? Because I was unwilling to stretch. Stretching is uncomfortable. Stretching is painful. And I am still unable to split because I was not willing to stretch. Can I tell you something about your life? The reach of what God will do in your life is determined by your ability and your willingness to stretch. Listen, the only thing that is going to limit the reach of what God will do from in your life and through your life is your willingness for you to allow God to stretch you. The limit of your reach is the limit of your stretching. So God is going to call you. And one thing that I'm speaking about today, let me make it clear. I'm speaking about stretching yourself in terms of the time that you spend with God. This is what this sermon is about. I want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants more of your time. Listen to me. This is very clear and we're going to get into this. God wants more of your time. But you need to understand something. The time that God wants from you is the time that you need with him. You see, with God, it is just that he wants your time. And it's not so much like he is a drill sergeant, that he is this teacher, that he is this ruler, that he just says, I want your time. But he wants your time because he loves you, because he wants to restore you, because he wants to give you peace, because he wants to give you vision, because he wants to transform your life, because he wants to restore your life. And he wants that time. But the time that God wants from you is the time that you need with him. Can somebody say amen? You need the time that God wants from you. You need to stretch yourself. You need to stretch yourself. We just read in the the previous passage that we are going to be discussing today. Eutychus was a young man that when Paul was preaching, Paul was preaching for a long time and he began to fall asleep. The reason why Eutychus was falling asleep was because he was not used to that time being stretched with God. Because Paul was beginning to stretch the time. Paul was beginning to stretch the time that these people had with God. They were not used to going that long in God's presence. Eutychus particularly was not used to going that long in God's presence, that long hearing God's word. He was not used, he was used to a certain amount of time, but because the time got extended, he fell asleep. And I'm telling you today, God wants you to stretch your time. I'm speaking to you, I want to speak to you today and tell you, you need to stretch yourself. You need to stretch yourself in the amount of time you are spending in prayer. You need to stretch yourself in the amount of time you spend in God's word. But I want to go through three points. Why must you stretch? Number one, you need to stretch yourself because you must know that seasons of silence are coming. Listen, seasons of silence are coming over your life. In the book of Acts chapter chapter 20, verse 7, Acts chapter 20, verse 7, it says, On the first day of the week, we came together to break bread. Paul spoke to the people and because he intended to leave the next day, he kept on speaking until midnight. He kept speaking until midnight. Why? Because he knew he was leaving. A season of silence was coming for these people. And Paul said, I need to speak until midnight. I need to stretch the time that I'm going to be speaking God's word. I need to stretch the time with these people. We need to stretch ourselves because a season of of silence is coming. You know, 
when you stretch yourself it means you are you are stretching it's almost like a tank you are making your tank bigger so you can receive more from god when you stretch yourself in your prayer time when you stretch yourself in reading god's word it is almost you making your tank bigger so that you can receive more from god why because you must know that seasons you must know seasons of silence are coming seasons of silence are ahead of you so you need to stretch yourself in God's presence when God is speaking to you. We have a church, Faith Point Church in Rustenburg. And sometimes I would have to drive from Rustenburg to Cape Town. And and on the journey from Rustenburg to Cape Town, there are some parts of the road where there are no uh, petrol stations. And because there are no petrol stations, you'll have to find yourself at a certain petrol station where you have to spend more time there, making sure that your oil is enough, making sure that the tires are good, making sure that you have enough petrol, that you are spending enough time at one petrol station because you know on the journey you're going, it is going to be empty. And the journey that you are going, there are, there are no other filling stations so you need to spend more time where you are listen when God is speaking to you I want to encourage you when you hear that God is speaking something to your heart God is speaking something to your spirit when you are being excited it could be a podcast it could be a worship song it could be your personal time of devotion and you are feeling God speak to you don't just set a certain time to say okay I'm supposed to be done here okay I said I was going to be done in 30 minutes okay I said I was going to be done at a certain amount of time no stretch yourself even though church ends at a certain time take the word that you heard at church and take it home and stretch yourself in that time because you know God is speaking and you know there are seasons of silence that are coming you must know why must you stretch why must you stretch yourself now point number one is because you know seasons of silence are coming seasons of silence when it's going to feel like God is not speaking when it's going to feel like God is not talking to you when it's going to feel like you're not getting enough guidance when it's going to feel like things are not coming together seasons of silence are coming and you need to stretch yourself in the season when god is speaking why in the seasons of silence listen some people get uh, discouraged when you're in the seasons of silence because you are looking for what god is saying but guess what you are in a season of silence and in seasons of silence it's not about what god is saying to you now in seasons of silence is you are turning to what god has said when he was speaking what god has said when you were stretching what God said to you when you were stretching your prayer life what God said to you when you were stretching your reading in God's word what God said to you when you were stretching yourself in your commitment to God seasons of silence are not about what God is saying to you now but seasons of silence are about what God had said when you are stretching yourself you are preparing yourself that the things you are hearing must carry you in this season of silence can someone say amen when you are stretching yourself you are praying because you know when you are hearing God speak when it is sounding exciting when it feels like God is just burning on the inside of you you must know that this thing you must gather as much as you can because on the season of silence this season when God is speaking to you must carry you when it's silent must carry you when it's difficult must carry you when it's confusion when it's confusing you must carry you when you feel like you are abandoned and you are alone can someone say amen why must you stretch it is because point number one you must know seasons of silence ahead of you paul spent time with him because he said paul extended paul stretched his time in his preaching god uh, paul stretched his time because he knew that he was about to leave them and they would not have paul anymore so he said hey we have to stretch 
our time. I want to tell you, you need to stretch your time in prayer. I'm saying again, I'm saying this to you again. Stretch yourself in times of prayer. Stretch yourself in times of reading God's word. Stretch yourself in your commitment to your faith community, to your church. Things that you've not been used to. Stretch yourself. Can someone say amen? Stretch yourself. Stress. Get out of that comfort zone. Get out of that comfort zone and stretch yourself. Point number two. Why must you stretch yourself? It's because stretching works on the inside. Stretching is a work that happens on the inside. In Acts chapter 20 verse 8, Acts chapter 20 verse 8, it says, There were many lamps in the upper room where they were gathered. In the NIV, that was the ESV, in the NIV it says, There were many lamps in the upstairs room where they were meeting. There were many lamps around Eutychus, because we are speaking about Eutychus. Eutychus fell asleep because he was not a young man who was stretching himself. Eutychus fell asleep in the upper room because he was not a young man who was stretching himself. Now, why must you stretch yourself? You um, Stretching yourself is a work that it works your inside. It is a work on the inside of you when you are stretching yourself. The Bible says that there were lamps around Eutychus. There was light around Eutychus. But just because something is around you, it doesn't mean it's on the inside of you. Can someone say amen? Just because something is around you, it doesn't mean that it's on the inside of you. Just because there is power around you, it doesn't mean that there's power on the inside of you. Just because there's wisdom around you, it doesn't mean that there's wisdom on the inside of you. Can somebody say amen? Just because you go to the gym, it doesn't mean that you are losing weight. Just because you go to the library, it doesn't mean that that knowledge is on the inside of your mind. Just because you were in church, it doesn't mean that you were living holy. Just because you were in a garage, it doesn't mean that you are a car. Just because things are around you, it doesn't mean that things are on the inside of you. Can someone say amen? Eutychus was surrounded by light, but it didn't mean that the light was on the inside of him. The book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 to 15, it says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people hide. Uh, light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. The Bible is telling you that you are meant to be the light. The light is supposed to come from the inside of you. Whenever you step into your family, light must come out the in- from the inside of you. Whenever you step into your place of study, light must come out from the inside of you. Wherever you step into dark situ- situations, light must come out from the inside of you. But just because you were surrounded by it, it doesn't mean that it's on the inside of you. You see, Eutychus was surrounded by light. Eutychus was surrounded by believers who were focused on God. Eutychus was surrounded by great leadership. But just because it was around him, it didn't mean that it was on the inside of him. How do you know that what is around you, the good things around you, are on the inside of you? It is in how you respond to what's around of you. Hey! When you respond correctly to what's around you, it is a sign that what's around you is on the inside of you. How do I, what do I mean by that? Let's give an example, like I said, about the gym. If you, if what is happening around you is on the inside of you, if you're in the gym, your response to the gym is, means you're going to start working out. It means you're going to start picking up those dumbbells. It means you're going to start going to those uh, uh, heavy, intense training, workouts, whatever whatever you'll be doing. You're going to be a part of it. You're going to respond to it. Hey, if you are in church, how do you respond when you are in church? What is your response? Are you connected to what's happening in church or are you passive when you're in church? 
when it comes to prayer, when people are praying, are you in prayer? Are you responding to the atmosphere of prayer? Or are you aware of other people praying? You are a spectator. Hey, you must be careful that what is around you the things that God has placed around you, the grace of, that God has put around you, the great things that God has put around you, that they are actually on the inside of you. It's not always that birds of a feather flock together because we've all seen examples where someone will be around someone who's famous and because you are around someone who's famous, you think you are famous. Because you're around people who are beautiful, you think you are beautiful. Because you're around people who are successful, you think you're successful. No, 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 no. Eutychus was surrounded by lamps. He was surrounded by light, but it didn't mean that the light was on the inside of him. You see, when you stretch yourself, you are doing a work that makes sure that it's on the inside of you. Come on, listen to me today. Wake up and listen to me. I pray that your ears are open to me when I'm speaking. When you stretch yourself, you're making sure that what God is doing around you, he's also doing on the inside of you. Look, hey, there are some people you'll find yourself just because you are in a ministry where great things are happening. You think that because God is using people around you you think God is using you wait a minute let's see how God is using you when you are alone be careful guys be careful we have to take a closer look at ourselves you have to take a closer look at yourself and and make sure that what around what's around you is it actually on the inside of you What's around you is it actually on the inside of you. So be careful of getting too excited when you're seeing things happen around you. Just because it's happening around you, it doesn't mean that it's happening on the inside of you. Eutychus was surrounded. He was surrounded by light, surrounded by lamps, surrounded by lamps, but he still fell asleep. It was a sign. It was a sign. It was a sign that this young man, this young man, there were things around him, but they were not on the inside of him. So, so when you stretch yourself, when you choose to stretch yourself in your prayer life, when you stretch to stretch, listen, your time, I'm not just saying that you must pray, the time that you spend praying, when you stretch yourself in it, Eutychus fell asleep because Paul decided to stretch the time. Paul decided to stretch the time that he's going to preach. He said, Paul realized he's going to leave. So he said, let me stretch my time. Eutychus was not used to the stretching, so he fell asleep. He was surrounded by people who were willing to stretch. But guess what? He was not ready to stretch. You see, even when you stretch your muscles, it doesn't look like anything is happening on the outside. But when you stretch, it's all happening on the inside. A stretch is all about the inside work. Listen to me. When you stretch yourself, it's people are not going to see that you are stretching yourself. People are not going to be aware of how you've pushed yourself in your, the time of your prayer. People are not going to be aware of the time that you've spent um, reading God's word. And you, and you know, in our generation, young people, you can be so caught up with trying to do do things that people can see. You want results that people can see. And if people can't see the results, you might get discouraged. Don't be that type of a person. Even in exercise, some people quit going to the gym because you're not seeing results that you're not showing re results that people can see. It's not about the things that people can see. It must be about the things that are within you. You have to be more concerned with what is within you. Can I tell you a truth today that I hope you'll hold closely to your heart? God is more concerned about who you are than what you do. You see, it, it is our ego often and it is our flesh often in the Christian circles that we want people to know what we are doing and we are 
less concerned with who we are on the inside. People will be putting on an act of who you are so other people can see. But listen, we need to do the inner work and that's where the stretching happens. Can someone say amen? Why must you stretch? Number one, stretching number one, you stretch because you know times of silence are coming. So you need to stretch yourself because you know they're gonna, there is a season of silence that's coming your way. For every believer, there are seasons of silence that are coming. Some people call them dry seasons, but they are seasons of silence. It seems like God's not working. They're coming. So that's why you need to stretch yourself. Point number two, you need to stretch yourself because stretching yourself, it makes sure that what God is doing around you is actually happening on the inside of you. It's an inside work. And number three, stretching makes sure that you will not sleep. Stretching makes sure we will not sleep. The reason why Eutychus fell from the third floor was because he fell asleep and stretching. If you're stretching yourself in your time of prayer, if you're stretching yourself in your time of reading God's word, if you're stretching yourself in your commitment in serving God's house, you will not sleep. It'll make sure you don't sleep. Acts chapter 20 verse 9, it says, Seated in the window was a young man named Eutychus. While Paul was preaching, while, while the light was in the room, while revelation was happening, while God was moving, there was a young man named Eutychus sitting by the window. And he was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul talked on and on. Paul was preaching. God's word was being spoken on and on. Power, peace, prosperity, understanding, wisdom was being shared. And when the Bible says, when he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third floor and was picked up dead. I want to tell you one thing in this verse that the Bible is showing you is God won't stop speaking just because you're sleeping. Listen, God is not going to stop speaking because you are sleeping. When God steps into the room, you are no, you are not the guest uh, uh, you're not the special guest. You are not the one who we are focusing on. God is not going to stop speaking just because you were sleeping. This young man, Eutychus, was falling asleep, but God kept speaking. God kept using Paul. Revelation was still happening. Breakthrough was still happening. Answers were still coming through. People were still being healed. People were still giving, getting vision. People were still getting understanding. Come on. God was still speaking. God was still speaking. And if you were sleeping, God is going to continue speaking. And that's the sad thing. If you are sleeping, you are missing out. You see, stretching will make sure that you don't sleep. The other thing that we see here, a sign to show that you are beginning to sleep. I want to give you this sign. Eutychus, you see, Eutychus was in the room. And you know when you are sleepy, you begin to have those signs of sleepy. You, you begin to do that. You know that you know that, that thing you're about to sleep and then boom. And all of a sudden, it's like the Holy Ghost <laughs> wakes you up. You know when someone's in church and they just... <laughs> there's like they're about to fall asleep and then there's like this jolt of energy you feel that happening and do you know what do you know what um what what Eutychus does is he goes to the window you know what Eutychus almost you can imagine him saying I'm falling asleep so what do I need I need fresh air one sign that you are beginning to fall asleep listen the bible says he was falling asleep falling asleep is a slow process it is something that happens over time you see when you are sleeping in your walk with God when you're beginning to lose it it's not something that happens fast it's something that happens slowly and you'll begin to say things like whoa I need fresh air you know um, what would have helped Eutychus to not sleep was to realize where he was. Eutychus was around great leadership. Eutychus was in the midst of great light. Eutychus was surrounded by his Christian brothers and sisters. Eutychus was in the right place where he could have turned to someone and said, look, I am falling asleep. Wake me up. Make sure that I don't sleep. But what does Eutychus do? Eutychus, he, he creates distance from the rest of the people. And he says, I need fresh sleep. Oh my goodness. 
goodness. I hear this so many times. You, when you see yourself distancing yourself from God's people, you must know you're starting to fall asleep. Listen, even in the smallest of ways, if you are beginning to see there's a gap between you and other believers, if you're seeing that you are beginning to walk away from other believers in your church, other believers who you know and you are beginning to create a distance, saying things like, I need fresh air. If you are in your church, come on guys, if you are in your church and you have been serving in your church and all of a sudden something is beginning to happen and you're saying, you know what, I need fresh air, I need a break, I need to step away, you must realize you are beginning to fall asleep. You are beginning to fall asleep. You could have just turned to Paul, turned to your leaders, turned to your fellow believers. You could have kept yourself uh, awakened by the light around you. But what does Eutychus do? Eutychus goes to the window. Look, if we are going to give Eutychus a nickname, if we're going to give Eutychus a nickname, what would you call him? I would call him you. You see, the problem was not anything around him. The problem is not anything around you. The problem is often you. It is your lack of stretching. It is your lack of stretching in your prayer life. It is your lack of stretching yourself in commitment. It is your lack of stretching yourself in reading God's word. It is your lack of stretching yourself in seeking God, doing things that you're not used to doing, doing things that make you uncomfortable, doing things that you say it makes you scared, doing things that bring God's glory and not glory to you, yourself, doing things that you know make you uncomfortable but make sure that other people are growing. It is your lack. It is you. It is you and it is you who needs to grow and who needs to change and who needs to stretch yourself. Wake up and realize that you need to stretch yourself. When you stretch yourself, even biologically, if you stretch your body, it helps make sure that you don't sleep. If you feel sleepy, one thing that you need to do is stretch yourself. You see, Eutychus didn't need to go to the window. Eutychus didn't need to, to get uh, 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 what's it called? fresh air. You don't need to step away from church. You don't need to step away from fellow believers. You don't need to step away and say, I need fresh air. You don't need to go ahead and take a break. What you need to do is stretch yourself if you want to make sure that you're not going to fall asleep. Can someone say amen? Proverbs chapter 24 verse 33 to 34. It says a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come upon you like a robber and a want like an, uh, like an armed man. You see, if you choose to fall asleep, if you choose to say you're going to fall asleep while God is speaking, while there is a light around you, while God is trying to stretch you out because, because there is a moment of silence. There is a moment of a need that's coming. The Bible says if you choose to sleep while God is speaking, if you say that you're going to sleep, if you're going to choose your comfort zone instead of the stretching zone, then what is going to happen is this poverty is going to come over you like a robber. The Bible says that want is going to come over you like an unarmed man. It says you're not going to be ready for the season of silence. You're not going to be ready for the moments when, when, when you are in need. You're not going to be prepared for that. Why? Because you didn't stretch yourself. Because you chose to sleep. You chose you chose to backslide. You chose to be comfortable when God was calling you to stretch yourself. Psalm chapter 119. Uh, 
chapter 119 verse 105 it says your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path so it says where there is light there is a vision where the, the, where there is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path it says that god is giving you vision of where you must go it says your word what was paul speaking it was his word and paul was stretching them in terms of spending time with god's word the bible says your word god's word is a lamp to your feet god's word is what's going to give you direction god's word is going to clear the darkness in your life God's word is going to make sure your path is straight. You see, in the book of Joel, the book of Joel chapter 2 verse 28, there was a prophecy speaking about when the Holy Spirit would come over his people. It says, and afterwards, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. Your young men will see visions. The Bible says, like I just read the verse before, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word brings light. And where there is a light, there is a vision. You see, there was a prophecy in the book of Joel that I just read in chapter 2 verse 28. But the prophecy is fulfilled in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 17. It says the same thing. It says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will see dreams. Your young men will see visions and your old men will see dreams. You see, in the book of Acts chapter 20, the Holy Spirit had already fallen. So this prophecy was supposed to be taking place in the life of Eutychus. He was a young man and he was supposed to be having vision. And guess what was happening? This whole story happens at night. Guess what happens at night? Or, or what is known about the nighttime? What is known about the nighttime is when the young people are supposed to be strong. When young people are supposed to be awake and young people are strongest at night. All the people are sleeping during the nighttime. Guess what the Bible says? It says, your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Eutychus was falling asleep and he was dreaming dreams. Eutychus was stepping into the place of the old man. What does that say? Eutychus was spiritually old. In Eutychus's spirit, his body was young but spiritually he is old we live in a generation that there are so many young people who their bodies are young but they are spiritually old because you are falling asleep when god is calling you to arise you see the moment is now don't miss the moment when god is calling you to be awake don't miss the moment when god is calling you to see and to see visions and for you to be awake and for you to be used and for you to make an impact and for you to help other people don't miss the moment eutychus was missing his moment it was the night time the time when the youth must arise and bring energy to the room but instead of bringing energy to the room what was Eutychus doing Eutychus was falling asleep hey there are some old people that their bodies are old but they are more young than the than the young people in our generation and you need to make sure that you are not spiritually old the bible says that the young people will have a visions have a vision have a vision but that vision only comes when you are stretched and when you've been stretching yourself and in hearing and pursuing God's word. Can someone say amen? This reminds me of Peter, James, uh, Peter, James, and John when it was in the, the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus was about to be um, crucified. He calls his disciples and tells them to sit and wait. Uh, in, in the book of Mark chapter 14, verse 37 to 41. Uh, Jesus calls his disciples, then he calls Peter, James, and John, and he tells them, okay, guys, I'm about to pray. I need your support. Stay here. Stay here and keep watch. So Jesus goes and prays. Jesus comes back to them, and he finds them asleep. 
Jesus comes back to Peter, James, and John, and he finds them asleep. And then what does he say? Okay, I'm going to read verse 37. It says, when he returned to his disciples, he found them sleeping. And Jesus said, Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for an hour? He says, couldn't you keep watch for an hour? Listen, the Bible is giving us some type of an indication of the amount of time that we should be able to stay awake in the things of God an hour now i don't know where you are at right now maybe you can only do an uh, 15 minutes maybe you can only do 30 minutes but what i want to call you to is that the disciples were not stretched and jesus was calling them to stretch he says couldn't you do an hour and jesus goes back to pray he comes back to his disciples he finds them sleeping again he goes to pray again for the third time he comes back to them and they are still sleeping jesus was telling the disciples stretch yourselves because a moment of silence is coming Jesus responds to them he says watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation watch and pray that you would not fall watch and pray stretch yourself watch and pray that you would not fall let's look at Eutychus what was Eutychus doing he was not watching he was not praying and he fell from the third floor he fell from the third floor listen guys if you are not stretching yourself you will fall if you're not stretching your time with God you will fall if you're not stretching your time in his word you will fall if you're not stretching your time in your commitment to him you will fall if you're not stretching yourself in getting out of that comfort zone you will fall Jesus speaks to his disciples you are a disciple of Jesus Christ and the same thing comes to you and I'm giving you this word from God saying watch and pray that you don't fall don't be like Eutychus don't be like Eutychus the Bible says young men must have visions Eutychus was a young man. The disciples, if you do any history in, in the times of, of if, if you look at the disciples, all the disciples were basically teenagers. Some of you didn't realize that, okay? The disciples were basically teenagers. The oldest disciple was Peter and he was most likely 21. Everyone else could have been like 16. So all these stories you're reading about Jesus, Jesus was about 30 years old, but his disciples were teenagers. So these young guys were supposed to be awake in the night, but because they were not stretched, they fell asleep and I want to tell you today if you stretch yourself you will be awake when God is calling you to arise come on if you stretch yourself you will be ready when God calls you to be a blessing if you stretch yourself you'll be ready to give a word of encouragement at a second if you stretch yourself you will be ready to pray for people when they need prayer if you stretch yourself you'll be ready to do things that you never thought that you could do if you stretch yourself God knows that he can call you even when he did not prepare you even when God didn't give you a heads up but you would be ready to step into what God is calling you to do if you stretch yourself and only if you stretch yourself. I want to speak to your heart. I want to encourage you to literally stretch yourself. Literally stretch yourself. The book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14. I want to speak to your heart because some of you, you know you've been sleeping. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14. It says, this is why it says, wake up sleeper, arise from your dead and Christ will shine on you. Wake up. I want to speak to you. You may be right now saying that you know that you've fallen asleep. You know that you may be backsliding. You know you may be falling into old patterns because you've been falling asleep in terms of your walk with God. I want to speak to you today and I want you to know when Eutychus fell down, what happened was Paul came, he threw himself over Eutychus and he prayed upon him and what, what, what and his life, he had died. He had lost his potential. His calling had ended. His potential had ended but because 
Paul was there because God moved on his behalf. He brought him back to life. I want you to know your prayer life can come back to life. I want you to know your passion to serve God can come back to life. I want you to know that your purity can come back to life. I want you to know that everything can come back to life, but you have to stretch yourself. You have to stretch yourself. Now, this is something practical I want to tell you. This week, literally, I believe that each month you need to have a day of stretching. I want to encourage you every month there needs to be a stretching day and you need to commit it to God where you go longer in prayer than you are used to, where you go longer in God's word than you are used to, where you serve God and you pray to God about ways that he can use you in ways that you are not used to. Stretch yourself. I'm calling you. This is a practical thing I'm calling you to do. We're about to pray, but this is the practical practical thing I'm giving you that once a month, give yourself a time where you call it stretching day, where you will fast, you will fast, you will pray, and you'll read God's word in a way that you're not used to, and it's going to stretch you. Let's say a prayer today. I want to pray for people, for two people today. People who, who you say things have died in you. you you've fallen asleep. You have fallen and it, and it just seemed like everything died. I want to pray for you today. And I want to say that God, I believe that even in this, this podcast, God is bringing you back to life. And I also want to pray for people to say, God, I pray that you would use me in a greater way and help me not to sleep, help me not to fall asleep. I want to say this prayer together. God, I come before you. I pray that you would use this podcast. I pray, God, for those people, my God, who have fallen asleep and like Eutychus have fallen and it seems like things have come to an end. God, we believe that you can still use this podcast and maybe I could almost be like Paul where I'm speaking a word and I pray, my God, that this would bring life, my God, to people who are listening, who they feel like it has come to an end. But God, I also want to pray for other people who, my God, they may be falling into sleep. I pray, my God, God, that they would wake up and realize that stretching is what's going to help them step into what you've called them to do. May they realize that a moment of season, seasons of silence are coming. I pray, my God, that they would also realize, my God, that, my God, you are calling them to something great. Seasons of, of, of silence are coming over their life, my God. I also pray, my God, that they would realize, my God, um, that uh, stretching works their insides, my God. I also pray, my God, that they would know stretching will make sure that they don't fall asleep. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, my God, may your grace be over everyone who listening in the mighty name of Jesus I pray and I say amen amen sorry I forgot my notes right there so I had to get in there in the prayer so thank you so much for listening to the Jamin Copper podcast I pray that blessed you uh, we've come to an end um, I, I just encourage you choose a stretching day commit to it stretch yourself in time this is about your time with God stretch it out stretch it out and step into things that you've never stepped into before this was the J Copper podcast signing out with love remember if you want to do the intro and the outro send me a DM on Instagram and I'll explain how you'd make that happen if you're listening on Apple Podcasts YouTube Spotify and any other place thank you so much for tuning in please share the, the link and let other people know about it that's the J Copper podcast signing, signing out with love I love you take care Peace out. God is love. We're done. Praise God. Thank you so much for listening to the J Copper podcast. Please make sure you subscribe and leave a review and also share it with all your loved ones and even the haters. <laughs> okay, take care, guys.